Hi, this is Mark Rabin. Welcome to Lean Blog Audio. This is a post that I published on Monday, April 10th, as the whole United Airlines Flight 3411 thing went viral on social media and all over the news. Um, so this blog post, you know, it's a couple of days old at this point. More has come out about the whole scenario. I've, I've updated the post and added some comments, so I may kind of add some other reflections um, as I read and think back to what I wrote on Monday. When it started off, I was writing a post that was really just going to uh, encapsulate something I had posted on LinkedIn earlier in the day. Um, that original LinkedIn post um, said this. It's interesting how English words can mean something different depending on context. I can be accountable, which means to explain my actions, if you look at the dictionary. Or managers try to hold people accountable, which usually means to discipline them. Speaking of that word, I can be disciplined, meaning, for example, that I watch what I eat and exercise daily. Or I could be disciplined, meaning a manager telling me I'm in trouble for doing something. Or are they holding me accountable? Discipline and accountability should be internally driven. I don't think we can impose that from the outside or from above in an organization. What do you think? And I got a lot of comments. Uh, I linked to that original LinkedIn post. You can see um, other people had a lot of interesting things to say. But then I was writing it and um, you know that news, again, it went viral. The news about the man being forcibly removed from the flight from Chicago to Louisville. Um, we later learned uh, a day after I published this that he was identified as Dr. David Dow, a physician with, uh, this is as a headline in uh, the Louisville paper put it, with a troubled past who previously had his medical license suspended in Kentucky. So I think this is, um, as I reflect more, this was an interesting part of the whole story here. Um, as somebody who is focused on healthcare quality and patient safety and organizational culture, um, I'm really passionate about that issue. So it's not just a doctor who didn't want to be removed from the flight because he said he had patients to see the next day. There's this whole rich background story where he was charged criminally and was convicted on many counts of um, uh, narcotics fraud. Um, in a nutshell, hopefully I'm expressing this legally correctly. He um, was uh, selling um, uh, narcotics and, and pills illegally. He was accused of trading sex for drugs. He um, had his license suspended in 2005 and did not start practicing again until 2015. And this was with a lot of restrictions and drug tests. And he's allowed to practice one day a week. And I guess that one day a week is uh, Mondays. So I'm, I'm really curious about, you know, why somebody who made such a serious lapse uh, in judgment, made such a mistake, is allowed to practice medicine again in his late 60s. Uh, I don't know if society really benefits from him practicing medicine when, when it comes down to it. So I posted a link to that article. Uh, I, I was a bit surprised that I was accused of victim blaming. So I want to make it very clear, the doctor did nothing to deserve the treatment on the flight. These are two very independent issues. I can say, wow, he really screwed up and probably shouldn't get his license back, which is just an opinion, a judgment on my part. I'm not the state medical board. I'm not the state of Kentucky. Um, and the second issue is he should not have been physically hauled off of that plane. 
And some people said, oh, I was making excuses or I was saying he deserved it. And um, boy, none, none of that is true. So I, I think I faced some some victim shaming, shaming. Um, and maybe others were trying to do that. Maybe the airline was, was trying to make him look bad. Um, but anyway, that's that that kind of blew up the other day. And, and those are some of my reflections there. So the original headline, and you've probably seen the news or the video at this point, you know, the headline said United CEO apologizes after video of O'Hare passenger dragged from flight goes viral. Now, I was wondering, and, and you know, as it turns out, it wasn't really that great of an apology. Was United sorry for what happened or sorry that the story got out? Were they sorry that they were uh, embarrassed? So um, the, the Chicago Tribune uh, wrote um, about this, of course, and uh, it said there, uh, quote, once the flight was boarded, passengers were told uh, four people needed to give up their seats for standby United employees that needed to be in Louisville for a Monday flight, and the plane wouldn't depart until they had volunteers. United increased the offer to $800, but no one volunteered. And, you know, it was said for a while, um, and, you know, the, the accusation was that, oh, they had oversold the flight and then tried kicking passengers off. It turns out the flight was not oversold. They had a seat for every paying customer. It's just United had a policy of saying, hey, if we need to transport uh, uh, pilots and flight attendants from point A to point B, they are going to take priority over paying customers, which you could say is a, a necessity, or you could say that's a lack of planning on United's parts. You could say, and I, you know, as a, uh, somebody who flies over a hundred thousand miles um, a year on another airline, I don't spend a hundred thousand dollars, but I am a, a top tier frequent flyer on another airline. Um, I, I don't want uh, a paying customer um, being kicked off the flight. But then again, I don't want to have my flight delayed because the crew couldn't show up. But I think, again, that's the problem for the airline to figure out. That's their system to design. Don't put people in this bad position where you're, you're having to force the issue. So back to the article, it said, then she said, a manager came aboard the plane and said a computer would select four people to be taken off the flight. One couple was selected first and left the airplane, she said, before the man in the video was confronted. So, you know, I bet many people will react and blame the frontline employees of United or the frontline police officers who responded. And as I eventually edited later in the post, it came out that it was O'Hare Airport Security, not Chicago Police Department. It was not TSA or Homeland Security. So I was thinking that day back on Monday about some of the underlying systemic causes and contributing causes, you know, because everybody works in a system. It's too easy to just name, blame, and shame. So some apparent or possible contributors to this include one being way overbooked too often. I mean, that's a business decision the airline makes, even though that didn't happen here. Um, United said, we apologize for the overbook situation, they said in a statement, but it turns out it seems that was not true. Is it a lack of training for employees? Short staffing at the gate? Was there short staffing requiring the deadheading of employees to move them to another city instead of carrying a paying passenger? You, you often have extreme pressure to hit on-time departure numbers, not hire, offering high enough voluntary incentives. You know, does airline policy or Department of Transportation policy limit the amount? Um, as James Sherwicki tweeted, um, as for what was United supposed to do, there's an obvious answer. Offer more money. Someone would eventually agree to take later flight. So I wonder then, you know, will the CEO of United, Oscar Minos, 
blame and fire employees or take responsibility for the system? Well, they say they are <clears throat> holding employees accountable for their actions. You know, will people be disciplined? What will really Im improve? Will they improve the system and prevent a future incident? You know, I have a friend who's a really good lean thinker who wrote, I think we can do a quick five whys and find out uh, about a dozen systemic process failures before we even mention the decision to physically drag this person off the airplane. So I guess individuals can be held accountable for their behavior. I mean, if they were just following policy, I don't see how you can hold fully accountable um, individuals who didn't create the system in which they work. Now, Munoz, um, the CEO, later praised United employees for following standard procedures, and he didn't look good for blaming the passenger's behavior for the incident. O'Hare police suspended one officer for his actions. Was he the one who got physical with Dr. Dow? I'm, I'm guessing it was. So what role does culture play? A friend commented, this would never happen on a Southwest flight as their employees are empowered to do the right thing for the customer. That's certainly didn't happen here. So here was the official response, which was criticized widely online um, for only apologizing for the overbooking, which turned out to not be true, not the aftermath. Oscar Munoz, CEO United Airlines, as tweeted by United, it said, this is an upsetting event to all of us here at United. I apologize for having to reaccommodate these customers. Our team is moving with a sense of urgency to work with the authorities and conduct our own detailed review of what happened. We're also reaching out to this passenger to talk directly to him and further address and resolve this situation. Um, so you know, he's really kind of focusing on United, that this is upsetting for us at United. Well, how do you think Dr. Dow felt? How do you think the general public feels if they uh, are going to be flying with United? Um, frankly, general public doesn't care how they feel at United. He didn't really um, apologize um, it didn't seem to take, um, he didn't take responsibility. He wasn't being uh, accountable. It was something funny that came out later through the Miami Herald. Um, it said last month, Munoz, a former railroad executive was named U.S. Communicator of the Year by PR Week, which sounds like something that would be in the onion. That is not fake news, I believe. That is from the Miami Herald. So there was um, a, a suggestion posted online by John Spates, um, what would have been a better apology or statement. He, uh, he wrote, um, you know, somewhat tongue in cheek, but I think you know, this is more accurate. This is an upsetting event to all of us here at United. I apologize for creating the situation that led us to assault, injure, and publicly humiliate this human being. Our team is moving with a sense of urgency to work with the authorities and conduct our own detailed review of the things we did. It's different than the passive voice of <clears throat> what happened as uh, the old expression, uh, well, <clears throat> mistakes were made. And uh, a suggestion from Tom Boothley, who is my guest on the podcast Wednesday, he wrote, again, this is a fake statement from Oscar Munoz, but probably a better one. I am personally alarmed and saddened that a passenger was forcibly removed from flight 3411 because the flight was overbooked, which that, <clears throat> that wasn't the case, even though United said it was. This is clearly a sentinel event for our airline, and I promise to undertake a complete and thorough review to ensure this does not happen again. We apologize to Mr. Smith for any pain or embarrassment we have caused him. I've reached out to him directly to further discuss and resolve this situation. We failed, but we are resolved to make things right. The results of our review will be available by the end of the week. This is my top priority. 
So to hear my discussion with Tom Boothelay, he is a fire captain in uh, South Carolina. You can go to leanblog.org slash 278. Um, but as he said in the interview, he does a lot of these post-event uh, reviews in his business. Post-event critiques can do more harm than good if they devolve into finger-pointing. So what will be the result of United's detailed review? Will it be naming, blaming, and shaming employees? Well, I mean, they might not name them. Or systemic improvements that prevent future occurrences like this. Now, I hope that the CEO doesn't try to solve the problem from headquarters. I mean, they probably have their PR people activated. What about the process improvement people? Will somebody go and do some rational investigation and problem solving, as uh, I wrote about uh, in a blog post a couple of years ago, again, about this idea of uh, five wise analysis. So over 10 years ago on this blog, I posted about United hiring people for lean and continuous improvement jobs. I wonder whatever happened with that. Jeff Liker, um, the author of the book, The Toyota Way and other books about lean and the Toyota production system, wrote about Munoz being what he called a lean leader a few years back. I hope that's the case. So the new cycle will have moved on. We might not hear about the follow-up. Um, I'll update the post as more uh, as more is learned. So um, there's the articles, links here about the officer who dragged bloody passenger from United Flight suspended. Um, he said uh, it was not in accordance with our standard operating procedure. So it's probably more fair and just to suspend somebody for not following SOPs. I mean, but I wonder would they have been suspended without the bad result of bad publicity. And um, there was another comment from Munoz who said later on, uh, treating our customers and each other with respect and dignity is at the core of who we are. And we must always remember this no matter how challenging the situation. I said, really? Respect and dignity? Um, I, I think it's interesting when somebody, a CEO like Munoz or other CEOs, um, have said things like their employees lose sight of quality being important or that employees lose sight of what's important and need to be reminded to speak up for safety as um, GM CEO Mary Barra said uh, a few years ago. I've got some links to these articles here. Um, I think respect and dignity is uh, hopefully something that is practiced in the future. I'm sure employees no, respect and dignity is important, but you know, how much of this was them being put in a bad position? That's something United um, can, can avoid. It's something United can fix, and it's something the CEO needs to take responsibility for. So again, if you want to go to this post, you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 197. There's been a lot of comments, um, a lot of uh, comments from the lean community, the regular readers of the post. There's been a lot of comments from general public because this um, article was widely read. I think it was coming up uh, high in Google search results. And uh, I was accused of being uh, one of the commenters. Um, and it's funny how things um, get political. I was accused of being basically, um, as they put it, a, a liberal who is destroying the country with my talk of accountability needing to be internalized. So. Um, Always fun when you post stuff on the internet, but I'd love to hear what you think, whether you want to um, call me names or make assumptions about my political views or discuss the case. Please go to leanblog.org slash audio 197.